if I was running my own restaurant or cake business or mm-hmm. whatever, like I wouldn't be charging corkage and that I'd, I'd probably maybe incorporate that into the whole price rather than just say, okay, you know, it's X amount of dollars plus Because you, you're making, you make money off the people of, of, of the people that come in and consume, Right. But like, if I go in and uh, so, I go, oh yeah, can I just get a VB, mate? I'm going to charge you VBage, you know, like. <laughs> What's that? What's what? That. What? This. Yeah. Beer. Del centro. A Guatemalan beer. Yeah, you got Guatemalan. I got Norsk. At least you got something from where you're from. Yeah, half of where I'm from. I, I got, I got somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in that region. In that region, I reckon we're we're closer. I should have just gotten Aussie beer. That would have been closer. Yeah, well, you know, you should have, <laughs> but you didn't. I did actually. I got Bolter. Yeah, Bolter's all right. All right. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's good. I like it. Very I love different. it. Very different to it's all right. Yeah, well, you know, what am I what am I looking at here? We are looking at uh trust. I'm gonna say trust or trust. But trust is probably how the Aussies would say it. And trust lager oil. It's uh Norwegian. But I, I don't actually remember <laughs> going and getting any of that kind of stuff. They had Borg. No, Tuborg. Tuborg in Norway, uh, which is not far from where my mother grew up, mm. is where they produce that beer. This one I'm not sure, so I'm going to be trying this for the first time. So live on the air. <laughs> Coming to you live. As you're taking a photo for that one, thumbs up. Get your hands <sighs> out of the way. Fine. Thank you. Um, I just want to get something a little bit different. Like That's okay. We stick to like we we tend to stick to our, the usual um, brands. Yeah. I thought you know try something new. Well, I'm just reading the back of this, and it says uh, from Norway's oldest active brewery, um, Trost brings together ancient Trost? Norse uh, philosophy and modern brewing techniques to deliver an impossibly smooth and sublimely refreshing premium lager. Cheers or skull. Cheers or skull. Let's just say skull because that is the term. Yeah. So cheers or skull uh, as we say in Norway. No, they don't say cheers or skull in Norway. They just say skull. Uh, And here we go. Tap and there you go. Oh. It's a, it's a boy. It's, it's a foamy. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a foamy one, but let's let's try it. That 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 uh, that takes me to Norway. Actually, really, yeah, it does. Whee! It's very similar to the the two Borg that I mentioned just before. Mm. Look, uh, I'm not uh, I'm I'm not a hundred percent. It's a lager though. I know that you don't it like is, lagers. It is. I like lagers. Um, they do sell a lot of Carlsberg and uh, and the like and Heineken, all that kind of stuff over there as well because it's, you know, European. Oh, okay. So is that that's their, their take? No, their, yeah, their like, preferred method. Of- well, in terms of their internationals, uh, like I can only speak for when I was over there mm. and, and the family that uh, that do have a few of those beverages, um, their, their go-to is sort of Carlsberg 
and Heineken, that kind of thing, mm. um, which is generally our sort of upgrade to sort of VB and Carlton Draft, yeah, I think. Uh, maybe not so much Carlsberg, but uh, yeah, like the, the Heinekens and the and those kinds of things. But yeah, this one's all right. It's, yeah, like I said, I'm not a huge, well, like you I'm said. I'm going to have a try. Yeah, I'm not a huge one on lager, but, you know, that one. It smells good. Yeah. And it probably doesn't have the preservatives in it too because you can just I like that. Drink those and yeah. be fine. I, I'm drinking a Cerveza de Guatemala. <laughs> Is this from Dan's Murphy's? Yeah, I went Dan's to Dan's Murphy's. Dan's Murphy's. Dan, Dan, all, all of his Dan Murphy's. Murphy's, yeah. I went to Dan Murphy and they've reshuffled our local, which is not local. It's the closest one we've got to us. Um, they've reshuffled everything. So it gave me a chance to, you know, when you know where things are and you just kind of go to where mm-hmm. where it is, gave me a chance to have a look. Um, so I got a Guatemalan beer. Very nice. Um, which I, yeah, it's, I like it, but I kind of like yours a bit more. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'll try your Guatemalan beer. Guatemalan? Guatemalan, mate. Let's have a look. Mm. It says it's a clear beer. I don't know what that means. This is very Corona-ish. Yeah, like it's it's so just like a weak meh. as piss <laughs> would be the the term I'd use for that. But in terms, like it's very much like just drink it. I mean, I like the I like what they've done with the design of the, the can, nice. and everything. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. But uh, you know, graphics on a can of beer doesn't take away the taste of the beer. You know or, or, or it does take away the taste of the beer. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm, it doesn't match. I'm not oh. a fan of the beer, but I'm a fan of the can, if that makes sense. All right, so do you want to swap, <laughs> put the beer in this one? Uh, no, no, no. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stick to my oh, stick my, to my homelands. Uh, yeah. Beer. It's uh, it's good. I like it. Um, today's episode is not necessarily brought to you by beer. No, we <laughs> and, just happen to have like not, new beer. <laughs> it's not about beer. It's just... We sit down to a podcast and we'll have, well, actually, no, we've done morning podcasts and we haven't cracked a beer, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, By default, we just happen to know. Yeah, exactly. We don't, um, we don't drink 24-7, but uh, in the evenings we like to have a, a beer, you know, or look, it's been a glass a, it's of been red a, with our wine. It's been a big day. It's been a, just a random, it's the weekend and we, you know, I guess when you work full time and you use your weekends to do random things. Yeah. Um, we did go out for breakfast. That was nice. That was lovely. I did. I messaged you. Uh, you dropped Eliza off for work. And, and I get this message. Have you had breakfast? I'm like, is that a loaded question? Is that a loaded question? I woke up this morning. I'm glad you on did. The very, yeah, on the very few days that I'm not up early doing work, I, I slept in. Uh, till about I think it was nine o'clock, and I could smell something cooking, and I and I and I thought, hang on, I couldn't hear the dogs <laughs> barking, so the dogs must have been inside. I thought, uh-huh. uh, and the coffee machine wasn't going, though I did hear it go, and then I heard it run out of the coffee beans. I thought, ah, okay, so that wasn't uh, refilled. So I thought, okay, that might have been Eliza trying to make a coffee. Mm. I just assumed. And then I went mm-hmm. back to sleep again. And then I, then I woke up 10 minutes later. And I'm like, okay, I better, I better get out of bed. And everything was all quiet. So I was like, okay, you've obviously uh, taken it to work. And that smell of, I thought, 
toast and eggs and bacon must have been in my head. It was happening mid-thought, <laughs> yeah. mid yeah. But it must have been just me going, you need to go out for breakfast. And I got up and obviously you weren't there and I'm like, oh, God. have you eaten? And you're like, no, I'm going, do you want to go eat? And I'm like, yes, I do. Because like, yes. I was actually thinking um, I'll come home and make um, hash browns. Like that's literally all we had mm. in the freezer. Yeah, well, that and. Uh, and you, you had some bread. That was yeah. a hash brown toasty. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, so we just went down to a place that we haven't been to for oh, six six months to a year nearly, I'd probably say, on no, Mother's Day. I think it was almost Mother's Day last year <laughs> uh, that we went. So, yeah, no, that was good. Had a couple of coffees and we I had a uh, a voucher for a, uh, a wine store for my birthday back in June and uh, we went down to uh, basically use that voucher mm-hmm. uh, to get up a couple of bottles of wine for tonight's dinner, which we're going to have I fill it, which is going to be great. It's going to be cooked on the barbecue, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be good. And uh, they were closed. And then we, well, we, you said jump on Google and have a look. I'm like, okay, well, let's have a look and see what time they open. Mm-hmm. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. this place. That They're not open at 10 or 11. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, maybe it'll be like you know, mid like to late morning. It's 4 till 7 or something. And it's yeah. Their, it's their winter hours. It's still. not a bar. It, it's, it's it's a wine store. Like you go in, they've got racks and racks and racks of just wine bottles and stuff like that. They don't have anything else other than that. Maybe some knick-knacky, you know, finger, not finger food, but like they've they got do, like biscuits and like yeah, you know, the, the, the kind of stuff you like have with platters. They do like a charcuterie board. Yeah. Yeah. And, but four to, like that's, yeah, okay. It's like, it's like a tapas bar? No, it's not. It's just, uh, no, it's, it's just, yeah. It's a go in there. I, I've, I've been there a few times to catch up with people and it's just instead of having a coffee, you have a glass of wine. With they don't bits. have tables though, yeah? Like They do. They've they got do. tables outside. Ah, uh, okay. so like for just like wine tasting or? You could sit there with a, maybe, you know, four or five people. So they will do charcuterie boards? Yeah, yeah, they oh, do. okay, so they, they do. do. All right, okay. Yeah. I just thought they maybe just sold the product for you to take with you with your bottle of wine. Yeah, so to, they yeah. they do do a wine with corkage, mm. which you can share a bottle, share a glass. They've got certain <sighs> glasses with, you know, certain wines that you can do by the glass. Others you have to buy the whole bottle. Talk about corkage. Corkage, yes. Well, after our dinner the other night, we went to that place. We may have spoken to it on the last podcast. I, I can't remember. I think, I think we did. But the but corkage, yeah. I don't think we talked about corkage because I think it was like $20. It was $20 corkage. $20 corkage. So you buy a $20 bottle of wine because we're cheap asses. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, let's just say, because mm. they were bottles of wine for like 15 bucks. Like yeah, they, they were. They, they had everything. Like I yeah. think you could go there and get whatever price range. There was like a $180 bottle of wine I saw on the shelf and- Let's just say we got the twenty dollar bottle and you mm. got paid another twenty dollars for corkage. I'm like, ah, look, we'll just you know, I think we'll one. just we'll just run across the road and just drink it out of the bottle. Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just get it by the glass at eighteen dollars for the glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. But it does. Okay, I understand corkage. I get it. But twenty twenty dollars a bottle. I think that's a bit rich. Mm. Maybe it should be a percentage of. I don't know. Then it gets then, then it gets complicated. That's the thing that it gets complicated. Because if you charge $10 on a bottle that's $180, it doesn't seem mm. right. And if you charge $20 on a $20 bottle, it doesn't seem right either. But then if it if you work it out as, at a percentage, okay, let's do 10% corkage mm. on this bottle. So you're only making $2 on a $20 bottle, $20 bottle. Yeah. Or do you do like you know what I mean? It just gets it just gets quite complicated. So you just do a clear cut 20 bucks. 
Look, I'm, call me stupid and, and I know that you have a lot of times and you were Who? just about to say then. Uh, I've never. <laughs> but uh, you know what really gets my goat? And uh, What gets and, your goat? And we're going we're gonna to probably delve into that saying, but the corkage. Like I, I just don't, I, I don't understand it. Like, I've been I, charged, I've been charged $4 per person to mm. serve out a cake. Like when you Again, go I, I, when I, you go to dinner mm. and you know, you ask, you ring them and they're like, Oh, it's someone's birthday, can we bring a cake? Mm. Yeah, no worries. It'll be four dollars per person to serve it. Yeah. And that their whole reasoning was with, well, we take it to the kitchen and we put berries and cream on it. Mm. I'm like, well, what if I don't want berries and cream? Yeah. What if and I did say, I said, Can I just bring it and you guys bring it out and I will dish it out? <laughs> Which I did. Yeah. And they charged me corkage. It was a, like there was a corkage fee. It should have been like cakeage because I've actually heard no, of no, that no, term so, as well. No, no, no. So there well. is cakeage, yeah. yeah. But they, oh, my if, God, there if, is too. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so that, that's the thing. I said, I don't want you to take it out to the kitchen and and charge me cakeage for it. I don't want the $4 charge per person because it was going to be, you know, I'm, I'm bringing the cake for somebody else's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's an extra $4 per person. So I, then I've also got to pay or people have to pay $4 a head. Yeah. I will dish it out. Like I'll even be bring paper plates. Okay. And they said to me, "Well, in that case, we'll have to we'll have to charge you the corkage fee if you were bringing your own wine, yeah. which at the time was ten dollars. It was years ago." Okay, so help me understand and help maybe people that out there that listen to the one or two people that do listen. Yes. Uh, help help me and them so understand. that it doesn't get your goat. Yeah, exactly. But help me understand that you know. <laughs> As being a restaurateur and, and whatnot, what is the purpose of corkage? Because if I was running my own restaurant or cake business or mm-hmm. whatever, like I wouldn't be charging corkage and that I'd probably maybe incorporate that into the whole price rather than just say, okay, you know, it's X amount of dollars plus. Because you, you, another, make, it, you make money off the people of, of of the people that come in and consume, right? But like, if I go in and uh, so, I go, oh yeah, can I just get a VB, mate? Going, I'm going to charge you VBage, you know, like <laughs> you know. But if they, if they're selling it, so yeah. if, if you come to my restaurant and I'm selling this product, yes, the price also includes me serving it to you, not just the price of the product. Remember that you're not paying for just the ingredients; you're paying for the service. Right. It still doesn't make sense to me because you, they're serving other things. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, but at the same time, okay, then you've got a big party and everyone's ordered a meal. So that's inclu- the service of that meal is included in – the service fee is included in the price of that meal. Yeah. So then you bring a bottle of wine or you bring a cake, mm-hmm. there's glassware. So there's, there's a risk of you breaking glass, right? So they have to bring out wine glasses. They have to bring out a cork maybe. Like a cork, not a cork. Corkscrew. A corkscrew. Or they would they would then pour it for you. Or, you know, mm. you might you might then put something on the tablecloth and then, you know, there's dry cleaning bills. Like that's why. It's because there's a service fee involved in it. I sort of understand so that, but then it's you not could like spill you, your spaghetti bolognese. No, of course, but, that, but that's what I mean. Like well. that that is included in the price of that meal. So I if you don't want them to charge you corkage or service fee or whatever it is, then they would ask you to just bring your bottle out of your bag and just kind of drink it. Well, yeah, and 
I've worked in hotels, so I, I can understand your what you're saying about the whole restaurant side of things and, and everything. But I've I've worked in hotels where you know you've got uh, you checking people in, mm. and and there are you know deposits that you must pay, you know, for for incidentals, yeah, yeah. right? Now, hypothetically, like you know, if I if I break something, then okay. I'll be charged mm. for it. So then why not have it the same in a restaurant? Like, okay, if you – we're not charging you corkage, but if you do spill that bottle of wine or break a glass or whatever, you'll be charged for that. Of yeah. And, 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 and then hotel incidentals mm. prices are, you know, obviously working in some five-star stuff. They're ridiculously yep. high. And to obviously deter people like – not to do it, to do it, to that, not to deter people, but to sort of just let them know, like you know, hey, look, you know, if something shady does mm. go on, you're going to be up for a, a decent bill, which is a, a kind of a deterrent to to yeah, have course. parties and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but looking at it from that whole corkage of the bottle of wine versus you know a hotel incidental type of thing, it, it's not too different. But it's, be, it, but it's, it's because like, you're offering a service on a product that you're not selling. So yeah. you're offering it's it's similar thing where I think it's all bullshit. You know, <laughs> I mean, like personally, I'm yeah, just like I, I, I don't as, get it to a, a point where a it's customer, like yeah. as a customer, you don't understand. Like, oh, I've brought this from home. Why can't I just get a glass of wine? Like, <laughs> but you've got to consider it that when when somebody comes in. You're only making money off that plate. You're only making money off that dessert. You're only making money off that glass of wine that you're selling. To then for then for then the customer to consume a product that they've brought from home and sit there. Mm. It's like the laptop thing that we spoke about last time. Mm. It's like they're sitting there on a on a product. They're they're using up rental space. Yeah. So they're sitting there using that space for without consuming anything. So Essentially, you're paying corkage as a rental fee, as a service fee. I'm not paying for your product, but I did bring something from home, which you've not had to pay for, which, you know, the restaurant. And I, and I understand that too, but then also, and you can cut this if you want, but you're getting that. You're, I don't cut anything. You're getting Jeez. that bottle of wine essentially from that business, and then they're still going to charge yeah, that on top. So the, it's theoretically part of that. Yeah. So there's there's retail markups, and then there's service markups. I say that they should just mark it up, so it's all. No, because you, if you go if you go to Dan Murphy's, for example, and you buy a bottle of wine, it's going to cost you thirty dollars. If you you know that if you buy that same bottle, how many times have we bought a bottle of wine and you're like, oh, we used to sell this at blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. this was you know the used to be seventy dollars. Meanwhile, we're buying it now for forty. Yeah. Like so, then you need to have a a consumer fee or a service fee on top of it. So a bottle of wine at a restaurant is going to cost you normally forty percent more than what you can get at wholesale. So when you buy mm-hmm. what glass of wine, mm-hmm. any glass of wine, that is usually the price of what that bottle cost wholesale. So if you if this is for anyone listening, if you're buying a, a glass of wine and you're paying fifteen dollars, you should know that that bottle of wine costs fifteen dollars. It costs them fifteen, sixteen, fourteen dollars to buy wholesale mm. because that's the cost of opening that bottle. They they're not guaranteed to sell that bottle in the next twenty four hours, thirty eight hours, thirty eight, forty, whatever. Yeah. You know so. That's the and that's the retail markup. So there's a markup where you go, here you go, here's your bottle of wine. Mm. I've I've sold you the entire thing. Whereas in service, you've got to you've got to make up for 
if we're talking about a, a, bottle, a glass of wine, mm-hmm. then you, you're paying for the entire bottle. The first glass of wine is the entire bottle. Everything else is profit Yeah. in the next 48 hours. Yeah. So like a, a, bottle of, a bottle of red can stay open for five days, whereas a bottle of white can only stay open for max three days in the fridge. Yeah. This, this was our rule anyway. Yeah, so you've got to cover those costs. Yeah, so you got to yeah. – like what's the likelihood of – of you actually selling another glass from that. Yeah, exactly right. So this is why they they sell you they they charge you corkage fee because you're not actually consuming anything from their own premises. So you're you're paying rent for the space and for the stuff that you're using. Mm. Um, That's why there's a corkage fee. Yeah. Like I understand that like it's a it as a customer you don't want to pay it. I I get that and that makes sense, but as as a restaurant person, and you know, I've now got to pay someone to dish it up for you to wash those dishes. Like, I'm not getting anything out of you. Well, they're getting uh, again. Like, if we, if we did run a restaurant or a cafe or whatever mm-hmm. that does sell wine, I would be inclined not to charge that. Okay, yeah, sure. There's a few mm. extra bucks there and stuff like that. And I know that there are some establishments that actually don't do a corkage when you buy a bottle of wine or whatever. Mm. I Just think like this by whole law, you, thing, you I think know? by like, law you have to charge corkage fee, but okay, it's up ten cents. To, but it's up to yeah, it's yeah. up to the person. It's up yeah. to the the establishment how much they sell. I thought twenty dollars was a was a, considering that it was actual wine place. Like yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like you got no choice but to basically pay a it's corkage like, fee. I will buy this bottle. Yes, it's sixty dollars plus yeah. another twenty. Great. Yeah, no it's thanks. like you go over to the states and you you go to wherever it is. Mm. And you'll see the prices up on the board and you're getting your money out and you're and then getting you're your like, bloody oh, dimes and your one yeah. cent and whatever and your quarters and you're going, yeah, okay, here you go. It's like, oh, no, plus tax, you know, and this is the argument that's been, mm. you know, Oh, yeah, that's the bit that I don't touted understand. Around. Yeah, exactly. It's like add the fucking tax to the bloody price. Like that, it, mm. it's not that bloody difficult. And then you've got a tip on top of that. So there's, there's three barriers yeah, you're going to get through. You've got the bloody the price of the food wholesale, <laughs> let's just say you walk in. Yeah. Then you got your tax. And then your tip fee. And then your tip fee on top. Okay, Cool. No worries. Yeah, I mean, so there, just, there, there is no legal it, yeah. obligation that you must pay a, a, a tip. But it's frowned uh, upon, apparently. It's frowned upon. Yes. I mean, look, if you provide good service, I've. I mean, as an Aussie going over there, mm. you feel Leave good. You alone. feel good about tipping. No, like if 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 you, yeah, coming from Australia uh, and then obviously going over to America. I've I've travelled America a few times, and it's. Uh, it feels to me that people are sucking up your ass, basically, to uh, you know yeah, butter you up or to you know yeah, be so, extra extra so nice can, to you just they, so they can they get can a tip. Get a tip yeah. And I can sort of see through that, but then maybe maybe they're genuinely just like really really nice mm. that. But but the whole, I mean, this is this could be a rant session, but but I, I have been yes. to many a place where they will, uh, you know, come and check up on your meal every three minutes. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, like, this is every time you come in. Serve um, my food um, and, and then, anything yeah. else. Yeah, okay. And then maybe come back maybe three or four minutes after. Is everything okay? And then leave me the fuck alone until I come up and pay. I will respect and tip you more in that yeah, instance yeah, yeah, than coming and checking. Is everything okay? So it's like, no, man, I'm, look, I'm, I'm having a I'm like, you know. I'm in the middle of eating. Yeah, not not to be disrespectful or anything mm. like that. I mean, and I understand that's how sort of things work. No, no, perhaps. but I, I understand. I but understand. But you that don't need to 
to polish yeah. my shoes and um, you don't need to yeah. like, you know, to, to, you know, roll out red carpet for me. Like I'm here at, at, uh, at Sizzler or Denny's or wherever, that, where it is to have, have a, or Applebee's actually, no, Applebee's is another, yeah. another one that uh, we went to when we traveled from Canada through. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that, that was, that was interesting. I thought that was. What, the, the coming to, to you every just, three minutes? Just, just the whole like, you know, the, the, the fees, the extra fees, mm. you know, like, you know, going into a, a, a you know, a cafe or a restaurant and it's like, oh shit, it's Saturday or it's Sunday or, oh no, it's a public holiday plus 15% mm. public holiday rates, you know. What it, you mean here? You're here. Yeah. yeah. Here. Um, and like. Oh, like, like that place near us that's got a 10% surcharge on Saturdays, 15 on Sundays, and, and then they've got the high the high, high season, pe- high, low season. Yeah, yeah. The peak season um, surcharge, which is any time plus 10%. How, about, then, a, how about a local discount? Yeah, how's how, that? How, how about a discount for a change? That would be bloody nice. Yeah, they've got a 10% surcharge on high season on top of those other ones and then a 30% on a public holiday. Mm. And they're busy all the time, and I think I feel like it's the the tiny, tiny script down the bottom that people don't see. Yeah, may, maybe we would just go out of business if we weren't implementing that kind of extortion. <laughs> like, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, what, or they'd be like, "Hmm, why are they?" Charging I don't know. Us? Like, I swear, when we go out, uh, we look at each other and go, "What's going on here?" Like, are we? Would we go bankrupt if we – maybe yeah. we would. If but I feel people, like people if, would still come back and support. Uh, if these people aren't making it, why? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Greed. I don't know. Who knows? You know, we haven't run that kind of business, but we have been involved in businesses of such. So mm. I don't know. We normally take a little bit. You know, I've always had that uh, thought of uh, – <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, uh, that uh, people that sort of run businesses uh, shouldn't run businesses, shouldn't run businesses, and and the people that actually work there. But then I guess people work their way up to be able to do that, and then mm. maybe slack off or something. I don't know. But I, I f- just know that I somebody like- I I don't know them personally at all. But mm. the people that took over one of my favorite cafes were, from what I heard, as if you years back and nothing that we've been to it recently. Mm. Um, they used to own laundromats. Oh, yeah. I think I know the person you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And yes, you've run a business. Yeah, the old money washing yeah, business. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or dry cleaners. That's what they had. They had dry cleaners mm. all over the country, all over the state or, you know, two or <laughs> all three. All over the country, or, yeah. the monopoly, yeah. Uh, two or three, no, you know, nothing major. And mm. then they decided to still keep their, that dry cleaning business and move into hospitality. Whilst I understand that you might be a really good business person, hospitality is is a different like it's a very involved business. It's not like it's not it's transactional and it's also very emotional. Whereas dry cleaning is thank you for your dirty shirt. Here you go, here's a clean shirt. Like there's not much mm. there's 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 not a lot of scope for you to do wrong. Mm. It's like, you know, the customer gives you something dirty, you give it back to them clean. <laughs> like you can't go wrong, really. Um, and it often I often wonder, like, oh, people are just are people in the wrong industry? Don't know. Possibly. Um, so going back back, but what gets your goat? So that 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 whole sane it's a, it's like an old adage. It's like it's an old I haven't heard it. I, I've got a mate that, that, yeah, that yeah. says it and 
and goes, oh, that really gets my goat. And I'm thinking, Man. okay, I can sort of understand uh, where you're going with it. Mm. Like I know what you mean. Yeah, but, but like, what where do you does mean? that come from? Like have you ever have you heard of that one? That I've gets heard, my goat. I've heard people say it and I, I've never been I've never said it because I don't know what it means. Well, it's apparently to make someone uh, annoyed or angry about something. So, oh, that really gets my goat oh, that they do that. I, it's like, I but, but I want to know, know where. And so I, I did a quick Google search and, you know, Google's Google and, you know. But it, 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 it's apparently it's an expression that comes from a tradition in horse racing. Um, so it's, it's thought to have uh, claiming effect on high-strung thoroughbreds, uh, a goat that was placed in the horse's stall on the night before the race. I don't know. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense to me. So that what, they would put a, uh, put a goat in the stall the night before the race? Thought to have to a what? calming effect on high-strung thoroughbreds. Oh. Yeah. So what, the goat just sits there and, oh, I thought it would be the other way around. Yeah, so I know. Like, you know <laughs> considering like, that, if yeah. you're like, ah, that gets my goat. So that okay, so you put a goat, goat in there. I thought when you said that, I thought maybe you put the goat in the stall with the horse, and the horse gets all. I'm like, assuming that it just like calms. Angry. Well, uh, yeah, and and where I would have been thinking that, okay, maybe it's just calming the horse down because you know. Is that what it says? No, 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 no. It says the expression comes from a tradition in horse racing, um, thought to have a calming effect on high-strung thoroughbreds. Okay. So a goat was placed in the horse's stall the night before the race. So high-strung, so they're probably like, uh, and then I would assume that the goat would be like going, hey, mate, how's it going? And, and the, the horse, horse would be like goes, going, ah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I Whereas understand, like maybe I, understand I, that concept. I like your one where yeah, you're like on the horse is like going, get the fuck out of my store. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to screw you. And, and then, then the next day it's like. Argh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like if, <laughs> if, the stalls. if the expression is that gets my goat yeah. as in that makes me angry yeah. or that annoys me, then by default if, if the adage comes from putting a goat into a horse's stall, it would mean that the goat gets put in there and the horse goes. Argh. Yeah. But Which it's is the opposite. Cruelty then. <laughs> I'm yes. going to put a goat, you're not going to sleep and you better run, mate. Yeah. You like, know? Yeah. Or if, it, if it's a, for a calming effect, then then the expression shouldn't be, it gets my goat. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I had a really I had a really angry episode, but so-and-so got my goat because they calmed them down. You know oh, what I, I mean? Know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still lost on it and I probably won't use it, so... <laughs> But, uh, you know, look, if you enjoyed uh, today's episode, go check us out on our socials, uh, The Day-to-Day Pod. You can get us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those lovely, lovely, lovely apps. The go Day-to-Day Pod.com. Yes, we're working on that website. Uh, bear with us. What do you mean we're working on it? Where is in you. Whereas in I have worked on it. Okay, great. So check it out. (laughs) Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for listening to our rant. We hope you try some new beers this week. Yeah, cool. Or or something different. Or not. And you you know what? Try the non-alcoholic stuff because that's also good too. You know, just try something new. Go to to the shops and buy something different. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.